gentlemen welcome to e-electric leftovers my name is jason this is episode where the hell are we 398 maybe sounds right uh this week's episode gonna be honest with you it's probably not gonna be much to it um i i had a, a rough weekend monday was not a great day to be me we didn't stream i haven't even done a makeup stream uh, so we've got no new Chrono Cross. Um, even considered not doing the show this week, which I hate skipping out on you. Uh, especially two things in one week. But then I remembered the game we have to review and the game we have to look at. And it's not so bad. So we've got no new Chrono Cross this week, but we've got some Final Fantasy VIII. We're going to take a look at a game, quote-unquote. And, uh... Um, yeah. Review, quote-unquote. Many quotes, unquotes. <clears throat> Can't tell you much. Let me tell you, uh, here's the here's the issue. Um, when I search for the game we have to review, which is Engaged to Jabberwock, and I search for the game we're going to look at, which is called Enter the Device, the first things that show up are videos I made. That's no good. That's bad. It's not good content for my own show. My own content is poor content for the show you're listening to. Guess we'll figure it out. Anyway, I'm gonna finish because I want to get some food in that uh that old Republican debates tonight. And oh man, why go to the zoo when they'll just broadcast it and you can watch it for free, right? I know, crazy.
The device is a strange alien artifact floating in space. Are you brave enough to enter? That's it. Let's enter to the device. Uh, an adventure game for the PC developed and published by Jarnatin in 2020. This was a low bias monthly Coolio picked for us. I believe it was games on itch, itch.io, I think. I don't remember. It's been a while. Uh, game jams for bus world peace? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Uh, this is a weird little game. It's a first-person adventure game, and you're on a space station. Or, or it's a strange alien artifact, and it's floating in space, and you enter this device. That's it. Um, I would spoil it, but look, the video's really only like a couple of minutes, because there's not, there's not much to this game. Um, look, just, just stop what you're doing. Go watch it. And then you come back and tell me how you feel, okay? I bet we feel the same.
So I kind of spoiled it a little bit in the opening of the show. There's, um... I, I keep looking for things. I, there's not a lot. Like, review-wise. There's just people, like, talking about it. Like, here's the game. Here's what it is. And everybody's saying the same thing. Uh, it's a, uh... 2D shoot 'em up dungeon Zelda bullet hell magic thing, and that's pretty much all everybody has to say about it. Um, there's a couple YouTube videos about it, mine being one of them. Uh, here's a here's a page called Otaku X Gamer. You click there, engage to Jabberwock link, and it's just nothing. It's just a fleshy colored page. If I had to look at it, you had to hear about it. There's just nothing. There's nothing. Action shooter in Zelda style with magic. Uh, hybrid shmup from Japanese developer. Playtime dispositive. In the game, you roam a large single dungeon in 2D bullet hell Zelda. Blah, blah, blah. So, I got no reviews to review. So, I'm going to give you a review. Uh, story. I don't know. You're in a dungeon. There's Zodiac bosses. You got to fight them. Why? I don't know. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that a 7. It's not good, it's not bad, I don't understand what we're doing. But video game means kill boss, win game, so that's pretty average, gets a 7. Graphics, I'm gonna give it a 9. The graphics are really kinda nice, they're very, um... Could almost be a Super Nintendo game. Like, uh, Link to the Past-ish vibes a little bit, in, in terms of the sprite work and the dungeon work. Uh, think it looks good. You can tell what's trying to kill you. You can tell what's not. Uh, I would take a couple points away because they're very repetitive sometimes. Um, but other otherwise, not too bad. Music, I'm going to give a 6 to because there's not a lot of it and what's there isn't very good. It feels a lot like, um, like when I first started trying to write music uh, with, with like a uh, keyboard and recording it and trying to like MIDI sequence everything. I was just like, these are the notes that go in the chord. Blah 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 blah. Uh, it feels like that. It feels very um, adolescenty. It's not bad. It's just not good. But in a game like this, you're usually not going to be uh, paying much attention to the music. You're going to be trying to not die. Speaking of trying to not die, gameplay in the game is very good. <clears throat> Uh, controls are very tight. You've got uh, a couple of different types of attacks that you can do. You've got a couple of different things to defend yourself. Um, there's some puzzles, a lot of action, a lot of exploration, a lot of bosses. Twelve of them, in fact. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty solid gameplay. Don't don't. I mean, I haven't played it in a long time, so I can't spoil it too much for you, but. I would say if you like bullet hell games, if you like Zelda games, if you like shooter games, I would. Uh, this would be a game I think you would probably. Uh, it wouldn't hurt you to try it, right? You wouldn't play this and go, like, "Oh, that was a waste of my time." I don't even particularly like this kind of game, but I played it and I thought it was pretty good. It ain't too bad at all. Um, there was another game, not Bunny Must Die, but another game the same. Playtime dispositive dude, dude, feller, individual did. I can't remember the name of it now. Gundamonium. 
Gundemonium? Gundemonium Recollection, maybe? Quick, Steam! Save my bacon. Uh, it's... It's similar to this, but more like a horizontal scrolling shooter. There's another Five Nights at Freddy's game. Why? What's what's what can you possibly do that's different? Um Gundamonium Recollection. Yep, right there. <clears throat> Very similar graphically, uh action-wise, similar-ish bullet helly kind of a thing, but much more of a gradius uh, R-type kind of thing, and less of a uh, Zelda thing. Hello, phone. Bling blong. I don't know you. That's my purse. Um, yeah, check them both out. They're, they're both pretty good. If you liked Bunny Must Die, I think you'd be okay with this. If you like them, uh, them Toho-ish kind of games, I think you'll like this. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I would I would give it a solid eight. Right? It's not it's not amazing on every level, but where it's good, it's very good, and where it's not, it's it's adequate.
wait, I don't even have the news open yet. I've been so focused on like reviews and this and that, and what am I gonna use for music? Because I can't find, there's no music in Enter the Device. I totally forgot to pull up the news of the weird for the week. So let's pull up the news. GQ headline, right-wingers continue to flex in weird ways. Oh, that's, that's their, that's their brand. That, uh, Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy, and I know it's Vivek, not Vivek. The only reason I know that is because it was explained to me it rhymes with fake. He, uh, he apparently took some, like, weird six-month crash course in global politics, and now he thinks he's an expert. Can we, can we agree on something real quick? And, and it's relative to this, not to the show. Can we, can we agree that if somebody is successful at one thing, can we agree to not treat them like an expert on everything? Because there are plenty of people who are, like, really good about what, on one thing, but not on others, right? Like, uh, oh, I don't know. Who should we pick? Um, the, well, uh, Michael Jordan, right? He's pretty good at that, that, uh, hoop ball, but then he went to play the, the, the stick ball. This wasn't as good as stick ball. Uh, decided to buy the, was it the Charlotte Hornets. That was horrible. He tried to buy the Wizards and play for them at the same time, and they said you can't do that. Uh, golf? I don't think he's a very good golfer. Jay Leno? He can be on TV, but he can't be on TV and funny. You know what I mean? Uh, Prince is really good at being weird. Or, or was. Uh, really bad singer. Prince is not a great singer. I don't care what anybody says. Not very good. Um, Elon Musk, really good at being uh, repugnant. Doesn't make him an expert in everything. Okay, so can we just stop? Can we just stop doing that? Like that that uh, that Donald Trump feller, uh, good at playing playing a character on TV. Uh, not good at being a businessman. Because let me tell you, here's here's my biggest thing with him. And I, I got into an argument with somebody about this years ago, back before he even decided he was running the first time, when he was talking about it. They said, well, he's got to be successful. He's a billionaire. And I said, who says he's a billionaire? And they said, well, he says he's a billionaire. And I said, does anybody else say he's a billionaire? Like, look, I can, I could come out and say, hey, guys. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm I'm the uh, I actually own 47% of Twitter, and I'm I'm hoping it fails because it's like a producer's stick. Uh, so the harder it fails, the better I do. I can tell you something like that, and you I mean in this situation you know it's not true because I'm bullshitting you, but that's all he did. Right? He just he just said it. And then everybody's like, well, he said it so many times, it must be true. The guy the guy who has lied about everything else, why would he lie about being rich? I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy it. I never did. I never will. I never will. Because never been uh never been given a clear indicator of his net worth. And and never will. 
The only time we will know for sure how much money he's got is when he has none. Which, uh, that day's coming. Anyway, let's read some news. Sorry about the little tangent there. I'm trying to create filler content for the show. Our lead story, Americans Abroad. And it starts out with the word sigh. I love it when things do that. Security guards at the Eiffel Tower in Paris, not the other one, the one you were first thinking of? No, it's the one in Paris. Discovered two American tourists sleeping near the top of the structure on August 14th as they prepared to open to visitors, Yahoo News reported. Paris prosecutors said the two dodged security the night before and, quote, appear to have gotten stuck because of how drunk they were. Firefighters were dispatched to collect the men who were questioned by police. Eiffel Tower management company Set Seti said it would file a criminal complaint, although the pair, quote, didn't pose any apparent threat. The Eiffel Tower has a management company. It's like it's an apartment building. Well, people were sleeping there. Uh, police report. In more news from Paris, an experienced climber, quote-unquote, got to the top of the Eiffel Tower early on August 17th, three days after, and parachuted off before guards could stop him. The Guardian reported the unnamed man landed safely after the leap from about 1,100 feet and was promptly arrested for endangering the lives of others. Quote, this kind of irresponsible action puts people working at or near the tower in danger, scolded said hey the tower's management company. You didn't remember that from the first story. I, I just... Okay. Number one, you just... You would think, you know, let's tighten security a little tiny bit. We're supposed to be getting ready for the Olympics, but we can't use the river because it'll kill you if you swim in it. That was the plan. That ain't happening. You can't keep people off the Eiffel Tower for more than three days at a time. But the guy who parachuted? You are a dummy. What do you think's gonna happen when you hit the ground? You think everybody's like, oh, this is, well, this is very nice. Good job. Go about your business. No, you're going to jail, son. Follow that up with the story of our least competent criminal. Who, <coughs> excuse me. Not the guy who parachuted into the open, open and loving arms of the Paris police. Thank God he was white. He'd be dead before he hit the ground. Sure, Mountain Dew has been compared to battery acid, but one suspect thought a can of the stuff could save her from being fingered as a killer. Fox 35 TV reported that on August 5th, Nicole Max, 35, was charged with first-degree murder in the death of her 79-year-old roommate. Twice your age. Uh, Michael Carasoli. Carasoli was discovered beaten and stabbed in the home they shared in Daytona Beach, Florida on July 1st. Officers tracked down Max around 3.30 the next morning at a Crystal's restaurant where she had blood on the side of her leg and part of her shirt had been torn or cut away. As they approached, she dropped a knife and hammer she'd be carrying. She told officers she often carries such items. Police said that as they questioned her about her roommate, she became, quote, agitated and asked for a drink. They gave her a can of Diet Mountain Dew, which she poured all over her body and hair, hoping to eliminate any evidence on her person. Unsurprisingly, that stunt didn't work, and her DNA was found on the knife used to kill Carasoli. She uh, currently resides at the Volusia County Jail. Volusia? The weirdo American community again, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of recurring themes this week. TikToker. That's not a job. Stop pretending it's a job. Stop putting that on your, like... Just stop. Just, 
I thought we were banning TikTok. I don't care the reason. Just, it's stupid. Just get rid of it. TikToker Michaela Witter was on day 20 of a series. She was posting about 100 solo dates, activities like reading in the park or buying herself flowers. On August 7th, as she browsed in Barnes & Noble in Burbank, California, Witter inadvertently captured a stalker on video as he followed her, kneeled behind her, and sniffed her and another woman repeatedly. Fox News reported that Witter's post unleashed a torrent of similar experiences, even with the same stalker. Quote, Bro, that same man was crouching behind me and following me through Marshalls today, one commenter posted. Quote, the same thing happened to me at Ralph's in Burbank, another one said. One TikToker had the same experience in the same bookstore. Glendale police arrested Khalees Karen Crowder, 37, uh, it's triple C, this is his initials, arrested on August 11th, but a judge placed him on probation and released him on August 15th. Los Angeles County jail records show Crowder has been booked there 41 times. Judge! Do you not... 41 times, Your Honor. Do not let that man out. Couple of stories of um. Street performer Lino Thomason, 32 of Havana, Cuba, retired from boxing after a blow delivered to his opponent fractured the man's skull and killed him instantly, he told Reuters. Thomason gave all his fight winnings to that man's family and took to the streets where the Iron Man now beats on himself and collects tips. He uses a sledgehammer to slam his wrists, elbows, and forearms for horrified onlookers, but seems to be unharmed by the abuse. It's all real. Nothing fabricated, said Edward Carbonell, who watched Thomason's show. I want to be remembered as someone who pushed the limits of what was possible, Thomason said. Killing a man with one punch was not enough. At a sunset fur meet, also stories of um, on August 12th in Huntington Beach, California, one furry took offense when a man in street clothes started filming the spectacle on his phone, the Toronto Sun reported. Someone in a black wolf costume asked the filmer to stop, then amplified his message with a megaphone, quote, leave or we will make you leave. When the filmer didn't budge, the wolf hit him over the head with the megaphone. Others jumped into the brawl, which was finally broken up by California State Parks officers to get the parks officers to, to, to rein in the furries. The tech revolution, the California Public Utilities Commission, or the CPUC, voted in early August to allow Cruise and Waymo to offer paid driverless rides to customers during the day, the New York Times reported. On August 15th, as Paul Harvey, not that one, he's dead, 74 looked on a cruise vehicle in San Francisco, drove into a city paving project, and became stuck in wet concrete. I thought it was really funny, Harvey said. It illustrated how creepy and weird the whole thing is to me, Rachel Gordon said, uh, with the San Francisco De Police Department, uh, excuse me, San Francisco Department of Public Works noted that no one was hurt, but added, that portion of the road has to be repaved at Cruz's expense. Paul Leonardi, a professor of technology management at the University of Sa California, Santa Barbara, chalked up the experience to a teaching moment. It needs to experience a diverse set of use cases so it can learn, and driving into wet concrete is one of those use cases. No! No, it is not! Stop doing that. It's stupid. We are nowhere near. Nowhere near. And we will never be. It will not happen. It will not work. Stop. Look. This, like, automated driving, driverless vehicle thing... It's nonsense. It is 100% nonsense. It's not 
automated driverless whatever it's like super cruise control obviously like the big one tesla right tesla known for its reliability and and never having a recall ever a a tesla vehicle cannot and this is a true story like someone died because of this it is unable to determine if something is turning in front of you that it should stop like a, a dude riding in his Tesla had it on the self-drivey thingy, and a, a semi truck turned in front of him. Plenty of time. The car just didn't even slow down. Went right under it. It took the roof off the car and killed the dude. Dear Elon Musk. You know, before you go and make several horrible things, why don't you just concentrate on one thing that we didn't need in the first place and, and get that right. Like, we already had rockets. Yours explode. We already had cars. Yours explode. You want to give everybody a flamethrower. Those explode. You bought Twitter. It's imploding. I guess you got tired of making things go kaboom and instead want them to do that backwards. He's now saying that Twitter is is likely to fail in the next like two years or something like that. So this is going back to what I talked about earlier. Just because somebody's good at one thing doesn't mean they're an expert in all things. Elon Musk has never had a good idea in his life. The only thing Elon Musk is good at is seeing other things and putting money up on them. And then he tries to take credit for it. Clothing optional, ladies and gentlemen, at Stoke Fruit Farm on Hailing Island in England, the sunflowers have been in full bloom for several weeks. The colorful fields offer a perfect background for photo shoots, but the BBC reported the farm has seen a, quote, increase of reports of naked photography taking place since July 28th. People are having fun and taking pictures for their Instagram, but we just ask that they keep their clothes on, said Sam Wilson, who runs the site. In an August 11th Facebook post, the attraction cautioned that, quote, this must not happen during our public sessions, please. Uh, one commenter said her son got a right eyeful after stumbling across a woman wearing just a thong. Should have seen his face. That was in quotes. Is naked photography... Are, is, like, if you're the one taking the picture and you're naked, is that naked photography? Because if you're naked in the picture, is that just posing? I don't know. It's one of those things. What's the, how do you define that exactly? Because to me, naked photography is you are photographing something while naked. Next story. It's not a mystery. When the European Space Agency shared a composite photo taken by the James Webb Telescope in the in late July, excuse me, highlighting two actively forming stars, another shape in the photo caught the attention of Earth-bound gazers. An orange formation in the shape of a question mark. You guys seen this thing? I saw this thing. Kai Noeske, ESA communication program officer, explained to NPR what scientists think the shape is. Quote, a group or chance alignment of two or three galaxies. The upper part of the question mark looks like a distorted spiral galaxy may be merging with a second galaxy. And galaxy mergers result in all kinds of beautiful shapes and structures, said Macarena Garcia Marin, a web project scientist. They are, quote, a normal phase in the life and evolution of galaxies. 
been a horrible growing up for that person. Because you know what they heard when they were a kid. Hey, Macarena! Constantly. Uh, probably to this day. And finally, questionable judgment. An unnamed man called his dangerous stunt a joke. After being arrested in Ostrobothnia, Finland, uh, Sky News reported on August 9th. The man allegedly stored 26 pounds of dynamite in his friend's two cars before calling the owner and telling him. But the owner wasn't laughing. He alerted police who evacuated nearby buildings. In addition to the dynamite, detonators were also confiscated from the cars, said Tony Rauma, Detective Chief Inspector with the Ostrobothnia Police. The jokester told police he did not intend to blow up the cars, and links to terrorism have been ruled out. It's just like that, that movie, Danger Death Ray. Thank you, everybody, for gathering to look at my death ray. I wish to uh, once again state, th for the record, that I have created this death ray with the peace of the world in mind. And uh, surely no one, no, uh, no unscrupulous characters also from Europe will be stealing my death ray. And then what happens immediately after, stolen death ray. For the peace of the world, ladies and gentlemen.
Well, everybody, that is going to do it for this week's edition of E-Electric Leftovers. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I've still got to figure out what the hell music I'm going to put in here. What's in our miscellaneous folder? Uh, well, I think we've got into some of that. We'll, we'll do a little rock candy. I mean, you know this before I know this now, but we'll do a little rock candy. I think that's all right. Uh, if you did enjoy the show, please consider subscribing. Uh, maybe give us a like and a review and a rating and all that fun stuff. You know the fun stuff. Sure you do. Uh, if you'd like to join us for a stream on Monday nights over at Twitch, most Mondays, nearly every Monday, you can find me over there at Jason's Groove Machine. If you'd like to find videos for uh, Enter the Device, Engage to Jabberwock, Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy VIII, or several other things, you can find me on YouTube, Jason's Groove Machine. I'm on post post.news jason g-r-v-i-n and if you would like to financially support the show to keep this nonsense train rolling you can do so by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash electric left um i'm gonna go start listening to some music i think i already got it here's i'm gonna give myself a challenge all the music from today's episode is gonna come from disc five of rocky candy and I say that because I've already seen like three, which means I just have to find another one. It's, you know, not really difficult at all. Anyway, thank you guys. See you next time.